dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beat programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au That's Tune, the number one, .com.au Tune One, proud show sponsor. BRL, son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You're tuned in to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Uh, this is B. You're listening to BRL. This is Optimus from the almighty Downside Crew. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What up, it's 360. You're listening to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Peace, family. This is El Fresh, the Lion of Beats, Rhymes and Life. Stay tuned. This is where hip-hop lives. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast. Yeah, we've got an intro this week, not just playing the interview outright, but we got two chats, so I thought we need to introduce it. Uh, of course, shouts to sponsor tuneone.com.au, host of some great hip-hop programming, uh, Jay Fountain Hour, there's also the Mix King Hour, um, of course, BRL's on there, 1200 Degrees, both shows of that. And a whole lot more. Tune1.com.au. Hip hop fans rejoice. I think, sort of like, listen Sunday, Tuesday, and uh, Thursday, and you'll pretty much be sorted with all of your hip hop needs on that internet station. Now, uh, tonight, two conversations. We'll be chatting to Rappaport on this program. And on top of that, uh, we'll be having a chat to the Bugs Brothers. Uh, that is a hilarious conversation. You'll hear both in just a sec on this podcast. In fact, without any further ado, I'll drop the stinger and we'll jump in right away with Rappaport on BRL, the podcast. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us... Uh, one of the mainstays of the uh, Big Village label, and it's uh, it's been quite a while. So uh, joining us on the program, Rappaport. Now, our first question is, um, it, it's been a minute and the new track Dodo is out now. So, uh, yeah, what's that, what's been happening? Yeah, it's, it's, I have been working, like, on music so much in the last few years, so it's kind of like, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of been building up. I've got a whole bunch of kind of projects, but. Um, just getting getting the first thing out was kind of like a bit of a um, you know you kind of put a lot of I think pressure on yourself when you haven't put music out for a little while and you're like I really want to make it like something special so yeah it took me a little while just getting it getting it all right now uh, Dodo seems like a, a bit of a real story um, yeah give us a bit of background yeah I guess like and then you know Dodo, it's a, it's just kind of a song about, um, I guess, um, like doubting yourself, negative thoughts, you know, the voice in your head, like, and I've always kind of been, I think, I mean, everyone, everyone has that kind of struggle of trying to overcome like the, um, the negative kind of, uh, you know, voices that we hear, self-talk. Mm-hmm. And I've always mm-hmm. really struggled with like that negative self-talk, even though I've kind of. I've done heaps of stuff in my, um, you know, music career and I'm really like proud of all the things I've done. It's like, it's kind of, um, it's kind of crazy how much like whenever I'm doing anything, I've got this voice in my head going, you can't do that. You can't, that's, yeah, it sounds shit. This is hopeless. You don't know what Mm. you're doing. So it's kind of like about me trying to battle that voice in, in, in my head and trying to like overcome it and like, um, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess kind of talk myself through it, you know, and, and 
and to a certain extent it's like talking as well about how the fact of me making music is part of that struggle and um, um, yeah I guess I was trying to make it more like to speak about issues that are a lot like more universal than just like being like you know a musician and, and this is kind of like an interesting one where I, I guess I'm trying to like talk about um, you know the struggle of um, of what, what goes on in your head but also make it like talking about it in a musical context so yeah I don't know if that makes sense Oh I'm um, definitely with you on that one that is every week with this show <laughs> I will listen back to everyone, man. We all have that. We all have that. And we all have our own like battles, you know, and trying to like convince ourselves. I mean, some people have it less than others, I guess, you know, some people just like have that deep confidence and they can just like go like follow their gut. But like, I know a lot of us, we just kind of like, you know, we get stuff done, but we we're always kind of like fighting against that, that, that self doubt, that self criticism. And the funny thing with me is I've always been like, you know, I've been my my own worst critic more than anyone. You know, so it's like I think it's um yeah, it's something that I felt like I could really speak to from a personal perspective. But you know, other people would um relate to. Now, uh, Big Village, have you guys got some stuff on the horizon? Because it has been a little bit quiet of late from you guys. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, Big Village has had a pretty massive kind of change um in the last few years mm. and um. It's um it's it's very much um, very different to how it started. So nowadays, Big Village is um is just owned and managed by myself, and um we I I've got people that I work with like a designer and you know other people on the team, but it's not um it's not the sort of collective um that that it once was. Um, so like a few people. Um, were running the label with me over the past few years and they've kind of moved on to doing other things. Um, and, um, you know, there's no, no kind of bad blood, like we're all pretty, pretty cool, um, together, but yeah, people just kind of moved on and, and, um, uh, I think, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about how things have gone, to be honest, because the way that it was when, when we were really busy, um, was great for, the community, I think we did a lot of great things, but for me personally, um, it just was uh, so much time in terms of, you know, that my, my actual time to make music was kind of what suffered, you know, so there was a lot of years there where I just couldn't, I couldn't make this sort of music. So basically now the label is owned and managed by myself and my focus is, is just making music. Um, so I've kind of, the plan is to kind of, keep the label going to kind of release my music and other collaborations that I do with other artists and um, with some of the artists that we work with kind of helping them in a less kind of hands-on approach like with um, with releases we, we've worked on some other releases with artists where we're kind of um, um, helping them but not invested in it so last yep. year I released an album with a uh, a guitarist called Musa Jakate, who's um, a friend of mine, and we um, we basically kind of co-released his album, um, but didn't weren't kind of financially invested in it. So it was just kind of using the label as a as a way to kind of help other artists kind of grow and build their own kind of yeah. fan bases, cool. which kind of works. 
works more for me where I'm at now because I can't really invest the sort of time that I used to invest, you know. And if you if you're releasing the album and you you kind of have an ownership of it, there's a there's a certain extent of level of, of work that's needed to do, and I just can't kind of do that at the moment because I, you know, pretty much work full time and then play music the rest of the time. So mm. yeah, it's definitely different um, for what you know than what what the label used to be, but. Um, we've got, a, I've got a few kind of friends that are like, um, original kind of people in the label that are, that are kind of working on music that hopefully we'll be able to kind of, you know, put out in that sort of capacity where we're like assisting them with their releases. But, um, man, yeah, it's a tough business running a record label and, um, I, um, you know, I've, I've loved doing it, but the, the, the amount of time and energy that it, it kind of took from me to do it at the way the way that it was being done for so many years um, is just kind of something that I was kind of like, well, I could do this forever, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna like have other parts of my life that are gonna suffer. So mm, yeah, absolutely, it's a big it's a big change. But I think um, I think you know fans will come with us. Hopefully, like it's definitely a a different thing and, and when like um, you know last year we were planning a whole bunch of sort of events to kind of bring keep keep kind of promoting shows with, with a whole range of artists mm. but you know obviously the, the events kind of shut down um, but if you know hopefully there'll be some more live live events that we can kind of put on to um, um, you know and, and, and bring some of that energy of the, the original kind of crew members together for the live shows even if they're not releasing um, music through the label anymore. Thanks for joining us, Rappaport. No worries. Thanks so much for um, getting me on the show. It is a BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. And now joining us on a very interesting... We're doing this through Facebook Messenger, of all things. So uh, shouts to Facebook. I hope you guys enjoy all the phone calls. Because they'll hear it before everyone else does, I assume. They're always listening. <laughs> so uh, joining us is 10th Dan and Adam Coots, a.k.a. the Bugs Brothers along with Child here yeah. on BRL. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. We got we got my son Lenny here as well. He's the third Bug brother, but he doesn't smoke Bug. All right, well, <laughs> hello, Lenny. And uh, it, now I actually know your name, hello, Lenny, because uh, we were trying to get Lenny to say hello to me uh, a little earlier. <laughs> but, um, boys, welcome to the show. Now, um, I've been interested in this project for a while. It's uh, it's sort of a, a link-up of a couple of my favourite sort of uh, underground labels, Uh and uh, on top of that, it, it's a pretty chill, uh, bugy kind of project, and it's animated. So, um, what brought you boys together, and and then following that is uh, what made you guys decide that you guys were going to be an animated series? Um. <laughs> Come on, what do you got, Cootsie? Um, we we first met back in. I don't know how long ago was it? Three, four years ago. Yeah, we met at um, we met at that gig. Yeah, uh, we were um, 
Black, Black Josh. Black Josh, yeah. We were seeing the same, uh, we were actually dating the same girl, so it was kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, that, that all got, like, came out of the woodworks at the show, and then, um, we actually, yeah, we, we started hanging out. We thought, fuck it. And we jumped on Ancestry.com and we soon found out that we were actual brothers. Oh, wow. This is a, yeah. this is so, turning into one of those uh, red tube kind of things in background. <laughs> Mate, it, it's, it's, uh, it is. It's, it's a very bizarre story, but um, <laughs> 100%. man, we couldn't believe it either. We've just recently discovered mm. that we're actually related. Mm-hmm. And so, and like we're both heat similar, you know, like except we look we look a bit different, but we're yeah. actually both we're like, pretty much we both we were both pretty much living the same lives except in different states and had never really talked to each other. And then all that shit went down with Bug Girl. <laughs> yep, and it was on. Yeah, and it was on. We just sort of hit it off. Yeah. Now I- it had something to do with the number twenty three. <laughs> I don't know. Actually. <laughs> oh dear I, I love i love that this has started already this is most bugie conversation so far so um the 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 animated side um you know sort of uh turning this uh twisted backstory into uh, an hour an animated series like there's, there's a few of these videos out there uh like what, what would you animate it all uh, we first started watching HP Lovecraft, and that's how we got into reanimation. And we uh, we had to kill a cat first, and then bring it back to life. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. We kept it in the fridge for a bit. All across Australia, the community. Don't ever use cats around. Don't ever use reanimation. Rappaport available. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about reanimation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. let's get back into <laughs> this chat yeah. with Rappaport. Yeah. So that's pretty much how that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so who who is the animator? Not reanimator, the person who's drawing. We both uh, do it. Yeah, yeah oh, you both, both do it. Drawing. That's, that's very cool. Uh, and like, well, like I said, a bit we're brothers, man. We um, it's the weirdest thing in the world. We both just do all the same shit. We're almost like just two of the same person, pretty much. Like I mostly write Dan's rap. Right. I've pretty much yeah. I've written every one of Dan's raps ever. <laughs> he has. <laughs> he has. I just right. someone taller and better looking to do them. I was like, <laughs> I can't keep doing this as a short, ugly dude. It was a business. Uh, it was a business transaction. It was like, yeah. you know, what's going to sell? And I had like a wicked goatee when I first started, and Coots was just like, dude, that face. Let's go. I've got some rhymes. <laughs> yeah, I put some posters up around the plaza and Dan Dan rang me. Yep. <laughs> I, I love this. I, I love every part of this so far. Now, uh, yeah, the, the, the project now, it's all on uh, YouTube and people can go uh, watch these uh, projects and such. Uh, so, like, uh, is, there, is there more Bew Brothers adventures down the road for everyone? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah heaps. excellent. Uh, so, uh, yeah, sort of right, putting this stuff down. I'm, I'm guessing you're taking from real life events. You know, it's um. So, uh, it, it, do you guys it's 100% sit down? Factual. It's factual. Like, Everything it, that's happened is a documentary. <laughs> it's 
it's pretty much documentary, <laughs> dude. Like we we bend the rules here and there, but most of it is like a hundred percent real. Yeah, you got to keep it sort of entertaining because there's a lot of boring stuff. Yeah, sitting there. So like obviously we like jazz it up slightly, but mm. all the stuff, all the stuff with like the Bugnomic culture and all that. Like we were actually raised by warlocks <laughs> and witches and shit. It's kind of like a commune because, like, our mum was a witch and she was busy, like, haunting mines and licking toads and shit, so she couldn't we, really look after us. We found all this out on uh, Ancestry.com. We didn't realise. We thought we'd just, because we were both raised by different parents and we were just thinking, oh, yeah, we're just, you know, who we are. And then we started seeing the same chick and then we met each other and we all we looked up Ancestry.com because our lives were so similar and shit. We yeah. just heaped stuff on it. Damn, Bug Girl really then, um, brought it together. Yeah, you know, props to Bug Girl, man. She's uh, she fucked us over, but you know what? That happens in life. Yeah. <laughs> and and now the and now the Bug brothers are here, you know. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah, um, so you guys will be uh, summoning demons and such on a stage uh, when you go to the Smoky Horse, which is in Braidwood, New South Wales. Now, I had to sort of ask i'm i'm not from new south wales where is that but you're saying it's kind of near canberra but it's a regional show and you've got uh, probably the best lineup i've ever seen for a regional show i I think it might be a fictional town (laughs) is it i don't know no can't be it's a fictional town most people there are cartoons it's actually a hologram all right, so uh, according to according to a quick Google search, Braidwood is a town in the southern tablelands oh. of New South Wales in the Queen Bee and Paralang, or Paralang, apologies to Queen yeah, Bee. And I know, uh, well, I, I know for a fact that we actually uh, broadcast in the Queen Bee, so shouts to Queen Bee. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's near there, so uh, it is a real place, and people will be able to go to this show, see... Uh, maybe some animated characters, maybe some real-life people, uh, but it is uh, Adam Coots, 10th Dan, of course, the Bug Brothers, uh, Mus Volkov, uh, Joe Snow and Sinks. Uh, you also got Context, Axe Acklands, In the Ghost, Rap FC, Karuna, Il Gatto, and a whole lot more. That, that's an incredible show for Braidwood in New South Wales, and that is uh, for your uh, New South Wales ACT crew. Uh, that would be Saturday, April 24th at the Smoky Horse there, and uh, people can get ticks through uh, Pang and such, can't they? Which is actually, yeah, you can. It's also me and Coot's birthday, the 24th of April. Ah, well then, uh, yeah, get some drinks for the Bug Brothers. Yeah, make sure you bring, bring us a, a huge white widow tree. <laughs> if you're out there listening. <laughs> That's the but anyway, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's for the Bugs. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, the Bug Brothers. Dropping EDM, hip hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune the number one. .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.